is Bloomberg Surveillance. I think the Fed should continue a very gradual rate hike cycle this year. I think that is their baseline case. We have very, very low growth. We are highly addicted in most economies to very low rates. It's hard to know where opportunity lies. If you look around the world, the weakness is in the investment side of global economies, and I think that's where the incentives should be going forward. Bloomberg Surveillance, your link to the world of economics, finance, and investment on Bloomberg Radio. Good morning, everyone. Bloomberg Surveillance, we welcome all of you worldwide, coast to coast, as the election begins. In this hour, one Dennis Gartman will join us. We'll get to the election in a moment. Politics, investment, finance, low interest rates. Bloomberg Surveillance this morning, brought to you by Cohn Resnick. Accounting Tax Advisory, look ahead, gain insight, imagine more. The professionals at Cone Resnick can help your business break through. Find out more at ConeResnick.com. Without further ado, Mr. Gartman, if Donald Trump calls, will you choose to run for vice president? If Donald Trump calls, I, I will, will you answer the president. phone? I will not answer the phone. I will not. If, if elected, I will not serve. If nominated, I will not run. And No. Well, the, but this is, a, and I say this, folks, with great respect for Mr. Gartman's uh, adding of the political debate into his acclaimed uh, note, and you do it with a southern tinge. I want you to explain to me. Well, you're in North Carolina, uh, yeah, Virginia. Uh, well, we're, well, we're we're about a, a rock's throw from from North Carolina. Yeah. He, he spans like six or seven states. <laughs> Senator Senator Gartman, yes, the South. The prism of what we've seen the last number of days. We are still in America of 1850, the Whig Party, the Kansas, <laughs> Nebraska. I'm serious. The Kansas, Nebraska moment. How does this play in your neck of the golf course? The, the, the big question in, in Virginia is actually what our governor has done by uh, adding 200,000 new voters to the voters registration uh, as he has granted uh, Voting rights back to convicted felons. We're one of the few states that still, once once you have been convicted of a felony, they take your voting rights away. He's restored them, probably meaning that you've gotten at least thirty-five thousand to fifty thousand new Democratic voters, which is going to be enough to guarantee that Virginia goes to a Democrat in the coming election. Sadly, but true. Should our listeners be distracted by the Derby to the first Tuesday of November? By the Derby. The Derby. We're going to have a derby. With well, Brexit's coming up. You should call it the Derby. The Derby, yes. Should we be distracted by this politics? Yes. Why should you not? I think it's. I, I think this is the United States, as you said, and I think it's dismaying that these are the two best candidates that we could come up with. I think it's embarrassing, and I think people will be disturbed and dismayed by what's going on. Volume is declining on most of the exchanges. Things have gone sideways, and I think that's uh, exemplary of the fact that people are dismayed and going to, going absolutely to the side to say, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm concerned about what may. All right. Let's, um, if we can, set aside the, the, the narrative of Donald Trump is the racism and the, the, the commentary and, and all of that sort of thing. But if he were to be elected, he would have to have policies. Have you looked at the policies and how they, to the extent that you can, uh, to the extent they exist, and how they would affect the markets? That, One, that would the, be the question. The, the policy that bothers me most is that clearly he is a protectionist when it comes to international trade. He's already said he wants to raise the tariffs on Chinese goods by 45%, i.e., your next refrigerator is going to cost you 45% more than it cost you before. Uh, your next uh, 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 iPhone is going to cost you 45% more than it cost you before. That's absurd. He says that that's going to save jobs. That's absolutely absurd. It's going to take money out of the economy and save no jobs whatsoever. 
protectionism does not work. It is reminiscent of what happened in the middle 1930s. I'm very fearful. That, to me, that's the one policy of his that frightens me more than anything when it comes to economics. All right, but uh, I can see the, the tweets and letters coming in now saying, uh, yeah, Mr. Garvin, you've got a job. I'm a factory worker. I don't have a job. What are you going to do for me? Uh, Donald Trump, at least, is acknowledging my issue. I understand that, and, and I, I, I can understand the, the concern in the steel industry. I can understand the concern in the automobile industry. But at the same time, I can understand the concern that might have occurred at the turn of the 20th century when automobiles were being manufactured and horseshoe manufacturers were wondering where their next job was going to come from. The name of the game has changed, things changed, and it's hard to turn the clock back. I tell people that I was lucky enough to grow up in Akron, Ohio, where every tire and every car was manufactured in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. Hasn't been a tire manufactured in Akron, Ohio since 1972. That industry is gone. It's not coming back. It has been replaced by a myriad number of other industries completely. The unemployment rate is no worse in Akron than it is anyplace else, but it has evolved, revolutionized itself, and that's what has to happen in the other industries. Well, you've got LeBron James in Akron. So. Well, it's good to have LeBron back, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens tonight. I'm, I'm a little frightened yeah. about... Uh, being down two and having been buried the other night by the Warriors. Uh, Dennis Gartman with us as we look at politics and sports. Let's try investment uh, right now. Is the commodity decline over? Can yes. you go long here and say markets have cleared? We back to the micro foundations yeah. that lead from the lower left to, to the, the higher right. right. I think. I think in fact that commodity markets have seen their lows. If it, it it matters not if you scan across the. The universe of commodities, the grain markets have turned from the lower left to the upper right. Uh, clearly, the metals markets have turned from the lower left to the upper right. Energy has turned from the lower left to the upper right. Uh, cocoa, coffee, sugar have gone from the lower left to the upper right. I think that is is being represented by the fact, one, the dollar's weaker, but two, the monetary authorities around the world, whether it's us, whether it's the Japanese, whether it's the Europeans, are all expanding the supply of reserves in the system. It, that's finding its way, one, into equities, two, into commodities. Is so, that yes. reflation? I, I mean, this is something we've talked about all morning here and, frankly, all week. Have you seen in your textbooks a successful effort to reflate? Usually they end up badly. Ultimately, well, I shouldn't say usually. Almost always they end up badly. I think the the attempt to reflate is going on. I think that attempt to reflate is act, is being seen as being evidenced in the commodity markets. We'll see how far it can carry. But, yes, I think we've seen the lows in the commodities in general. Well, is this a, a, the, is the, uh, the market move a demand story or supply story or uh, external factor, central banks pumping money into the economy? I has, think there, has demand improved enough? No, in, I don't think demand has proved, no, I don't think demand has proved enough. Uh, and I'm not sure that the supply has been diminished enough. So I'm going to I'm going to su- suggest that it's solely thus far a monetary circumstance. Yeah, I mean, Mike, this is very important. Gary Schilling makes that same distinction as he looks for lower oil prices. He just doesn't think supply discipline has come in yet. Well, I think it's important, uh, and I've always argued this, it, it, people talk about commodities as if it were one thing. They're not. And, and they're not. Uh, in the oil markets, we are seeing evidence that supply is diminishing, are we not? I'm not sure I'd say that. Uh, yes, you've seen a huge decline in drill rigs, but... And, and, and far too much emphasis, emphasis is given upon the fact that the rig count is down. But we now can drill with one drilling rig, 14, 15, 16 uh, uh, fragmented. Uh, uh, we send the soda straw down and bend it into various areas. So we get far more out of each rig than we ever did in the past. Uh, I, I'm not sure that, that that supply has been diminished at all 
in, in the energy market. And I'm, I'm absolutely convinced if we are fracking and successfully here in the United States, I'm absolutely convinced that fracking is going to begin abroad elsewhere as they learn okay, how we have learned how to do it. Can you go long oil with that statement you just made that supply is still there? If you have sold oil short in the course of the past two months, it's been a very dismaying and yeah. disconcerting circumstance. You can't be short of crude oil until you watch, and I pay attention to what's happening in what's known as the contango, the, the term structure. And until you start to see the term structure begin to widen, until you see the front month mm-hmm. begin to lose relative to the deferred months, you can't be short. There will be a time. I don't think it's reasonable to be aggressively long. The trend is from the lower left to the upper right right now. I think on balance but, it's going to be a very but. Yeah. but I think it's going to be very hard to push the WTI past fifty five dollars, especially right. if you have a two dollar contango out to the one year. Well, is it is it more important to stabilize oil at least? Than uh, to... I, stable oil at fifty dollars would be a wonderful thing for everybody. I think at fifty dollars in spot WTI, fifty one dollars mm-hmm. for spot Brent. $53 for one year forward. Frackers can make money by hedging in the forward in, in the forward futures markets. They can be happy and make right. a few dollars. Consumers would be happy. Industry would be happy. That would be the best of all worlds. Give me, I, give me stability at $50. I want you to answer your critics right now. You're doing not speculation but trades in the equity markets. Yes, I do. It has been brutal for everybody. Yeah. For everybody. I'm up marginally, but it has been brutal. What do the pros listening do? Do they just have to absolutely lengthen their time horizon? Actually, I think everybody's shortening their time horizon. I think right now there's more people putting in stops. As my friend Dougie Cass says, and I think this is a brilliant He's statement. He's your friend? Really? Yeah, Dougie is a great yeah. friend. Wow. Uh, Dougie has a great line when he says, this is a market that has no memory. And it's exactly correct. One day you're up 200 Dow points, the next day you're down 200 yeah, but, but Dow you're points. Opi- seriously, Dennis, you're a pinata out there. I've been one of your great defenders because you you have the right to lose money. Yes. you got to make money one out of three trades, one out of four trades, whether you're Gartman, Kramer, Keen, whatever. Yes. Do you have a confidence you can make money in equities given the volatility we see? I have a confidence that if you do the right things, if you don't average down, if you add to winning trades – Um, If you keep your stops in order, if you use options correctly, I have confidence that you will do fine. I have great a great deal of confidence that if you do the wrong things, if you that you will lose money. And what Dennis Gartman just said there, folks, anti Martingale theory: you don't buy into your dips; you add to your winners. Is a foundational theory of Ed Thorpe, Taleb, and others. It is profound. Dennis Gartman with us. We will continue. Let us check in with John Tucker now and get the latest world and national headlines. All right, Michael and Tom, as the first woman to lead a major party and a presidential candidate, Hillary Clinton says the campaign is about making sure there are no ceilings. Her solid win in California confirmed this morning. It solidifies Senator Bernie Sanders' defeat, but he vows to continue his campaign. A massive explosion blew the front off a five-story police headquarters in eastern Turkey, killing at least three people a day after a car bombing targeting security personnel left 11 people dead in Istanbul. And a monkey triggered a nationwide blackout in Kenya. It fell onto a transformer at one of the nation's main hydroelectric plants. Supplies since been restored. The monkey survived. Maybe the next host of surveillance. Who knows? Global news, 24 <laughs> hours a day. More qualified. <laughs> Keep it up, young Tucker. <laughs> or may run for vice president. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I'm Whoa, Michael McKee there. John Tucker, get out of here as fast as you can. McKee's on a rampage this morning. We are, we are with Dennis Gartman, who notes September 1. William and Mary, 
North Carolina State football. Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning, North Carolina. The news update brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealer. There's no better way to experience summer than in the car of your dreams, and now you can get an expertly crafted Mercedes-Benz for less than you could imagine. Visit your Tri-State dealer or mbusa.com. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. U.S. stock index futures are rising this morning along with NYMEX crude oil. Let's go to the first word breaking news desk for today's morning call. Here's Bill Maloney. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Karen. That's right. Gains in the U.S. futures today with Dow futures currently higher by 33 points. S&P's gained four and NASDAQ futures rise by eight. The U.S. 10 yield at 1.71 percent and WTI crude futures top 51. On the U.S. economic front at 10 o'clock, jolts job openings and at 1030 energy inventory numbers. After the bell last night, Valiant filed its 10Q and Verifone cut year adjusted EPS and revenue views. Shares are down 29 percent pre-market. Regarding earnings this morning, Lululemon Q1 was mixed although shares are a bit higher pre-market. In other news, RBC said F5 Networks may be worth as much as $150 a share in a buyout. Finally, some of your Wall Street upgrades and downgrades. Ralph Lauren raised to neutral versus underperform at Bank of America. AbbVie cut to equal weight at Morgan Stanley. Capital One cut to underperform at Stern AG. And Verifone cut at Pacific Crest, J.P. Morgan, and Barclays. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Karen? Thanks, Bill. To hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk go on your terminal. That's S-Q-U-A-W-K go. That's a Bloomberg business flash. Tom and Mike. Uh, Karen, uh, thanks so much. Uh, Bloomberg surveillance this morning. We're brought to you by Invesco. Looking for investment views. Invesco's high conviction portfolio managers just to click away. Go to Invesco.com slash U.S. to subscribe to the Invesco blog and follow at Invesco U.S. on Twitter at Invesco. U.S. on Twitter. We are with Dennis Gartman, which means once in the interview we have to go geeky, which we will attempt to do right now. We say this with immense respect for the passing of Jack Trainer. There are different measurements of beta and risk and reward in the market, and Mr. Trainer was iconic in driving that debate forward with William Sharp and a few others, Jensen and others like that. Dennis Gartman we have theories that, that were good and well-intentioned theories of beta equaling the covariance over the variance. And we memorized all these equations. I think we learned they really don't matter in terms of not losing money. How do you use this stuff after what we've been through the last eight years? We, we use beta. I trade only from my own account, and we use beta rather consistently. We try to adjust we use derivatives to hedge out the beta that we think is, is analogous to the stocks that we hold. Do we, do we hold dear to it? Do we absolutely embrace it fully? No. What we do toss aside is we don't think the markets are rational under any circumstance. Markets can't be rational. We are human beings. We are irrational, responding to irrational and rational news in an irrational and rational manner. Markets are behaviorist, and, and we pay attention to that. To Mr. Trainer's legacy and Bill Sharp's legacy, and I like the Sharp ratio geeks yes. because it does not include beta. But within this is something you're expert at, which is the cost of hedging. Nobody ever talks about that. It's expensive. Not a question about it. Uh, if you look at the futures markets, for example, if you just use futures, you are always paying away the points to get to, to hedge your the 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 events away. 
So there is a cost to it. Uh, what is that cost? It's expensive. Do we pay attention? Do we pay attention yeah. to it in my portfolio directly? Not particularly. How do I hedge right now the observation that blue chip dividend growing stocks are priced to madman perfection? I don't know. I'll that's the correct. I don't know. Mike, we just heard the first correct answer. You don't <laughs> often hear knows. that. I don't know. I, 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 a hundred percent. I rarely say this, Mike. I a hundred percent. I can't believe I'm saying this with Gartman in the room. I a hundred percent agree, Mike. Well, it, uh, I don't know how you do it. it. I don't know. It raises the question of how we know anymore what's price to perfection, given uh, the risks out there the pri- and, the, and, and the way earnings have been going. The price is the price is the price, and that's all I know. As I grow older and, and, and longer in the business, I'm more and more convinced what I want to do is put a chart up on the wall, walk 20 feet away from it. Is it going from the lower left to the upper right? I'm going to try right. to buy it. 3M, 15% dividend growth, 22 multiple, Michael McKee. Well, do you look, uh, as I said, a, a key thing to look at these days is dividend growth. Um, if, you, if you're not getting the uh, top-line earnings, you might as well get it uh, somewhere. And, and, I, and I will say at 65 years old, to me, as I get closer and closer to inevitable retirement, which I don't know when it's going to come, dividends and dividend growth are more and more imperative. <laughs> coupon clipping already? I, I'm a coupon clipper already. <laughs> no question about that. Are you on board oil at 5280? a barrel to be a, to be an owner of it yeah do you want to be long crude I'm, I'm long a, a I'm in, in my own account I'm long a little bit of an ENP company out of South Texas only because I, I know that I know the management I like the chart and I'm long of crude oil because it is moving from the lower left to the upper right am I absolutely am, do I embrace it enthusiastically no do I have stops underneath it absolutely gold still wants to go higher I've been bullish of gold in yen and euro terms. In gold in yen terms has been a bull market for four years. You look like a right. genius on that trade, by yeah. the way. It looks smart now. And, and it's yeah. been a four-year bull market. It took a while. It, yeah, it took a while. It's been a two-year bull market in euro terms. And now it's actually six months long a bull market in dollar terms because I think the monetary authorities around the world have no choice whether they like it or not but to be expansionary, and that's going to continue to be supportive of Mr. The President, market. if I could ask two follow-up questions. <laughs> yes, you might. <laughs> Oil, uh, give, give me a price. Uh, where can it go to from here? What, gold? Oil. Oil? I, I doubt that WTI can move beyond $55 a barrel. I really think that at that point there's a lot more crude that will be found. There are plenty of tankers filled with crude mm-hmm. out, in the, out in the waters. That that crude fault, fault comes to the market. I think 55 is going to be very difficult to push through. And, One, and, well, oh, go ahead, Mike. I just by last follow. What what hurts the yen gold trade? Uh, something that happens to gold, or something that happens to the yen? Something that happens to the yen hurts the yen gold trade. Uh, the what the Japanese need to do? They made a terrible mistake. They're not the only ones, but by taking uh, interest rates to negative numbers, they have created. They have unleashed their own deflationary circumstance. Because what has happened is Japanese Mr. and Mrs. Matsuma have taken their money out of the banking system. Why be penalized by putting money into banks when you're going to be charged? Mm-hmm. They've taken cash out. And cash is by definition deflationary. It's lost to the reserve banking system. Right. If they don't change that policy, they need to get interest rates to actually go higher in Japan marginally. Yeah. If they continue with negative interest rates, that's deleterious. Dennis, a very short term here. There's a famous Lehman photograph, the collapse of Lehman, and you can see through the kids the Gartman letter on the monitor that they've been reading. That was it's all right about in all the great men's one, restrooms of the world. One yeah. day, yes, one day I'll be running a hedge fund. Is the hedge fund game over? Is the two and twenty game over? Oh, the two and twenty game is clearly over. The hedge fund game is not over, but the two and twenty game is clearly okay. over. No question about that. Dennis Gartman, thank you so much. The Gartman letter. We protect the copyright of our guests. We will not send you 
the Gartman letter. But Dennis will if you subscribe. Michael McKee, Tom Keene, this is Bloomberg Surveillance. Coming up, the With All Due Respect highlight brought to you by Land Rover. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure, the Discovery Sport was built to help your search. Visit LandRoverTriState.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond. 